This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is someone I'm very excited to, to speak with. Lucy Pierce is with the Sustainable Packaging Coalition. Hey, Lucy. Hey, Corey. How are you? Good. We're we're both Northwesterners, so I knew I liked you already. Excited about this conversation because the Sustainable Packaging Coalition is is making a lot of impact and connected to a lot of positive change, and, and that's what this show is all about. So, can you tell us about yourself? Uh, how'd you get into this great world of packaging? Yeah, of course. So. It's, it's kind of funny, but both of my uh, grandfathers were in the packaging business. So I think it's in my blood somewhere. But I actually studied sustainability in school and then decided to pursue a master's degree in environmental studies out here in Washington State. Good for you. And so I, I chose to focus my thesis research on the environmental impacts and social perceptions of bioplastics and compostable plastics. Wow. So that kind of led me into exploring the packaging space more. And so after I graduated, I attended a recycling development center meeting, which is hosted ongoing and is hosted by the Washington Department of Ecology. And I had a former boss who's the director of sustainability at the Evergreen State College, who was invited to be on the board. And it was an open public meeting. He you know, said, you should come along, see what's happening, see what these folks are talking about. And it was there that I met our executive director at Green Blue, Nina Goodrich, and sort of the rest is history. We got to chatting. I went through some interviews with Green Blue and, and got hired as a project associate. That's excellent. It, it's such a great organization. Tell us about, so, so Green Blue is the overarching organization, the nonprofit. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. And so Green Blue is kind of like the umbrella, we say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Sustainable Packaging Coalition falls under that. Can you tell us about both as much as you can, like in a detailed? Yeah. Way? Yeah. So Green Blue is an environmental nonprofit. And so it's, it's, we say we're dedicated to the sustainable use of materials in society. So there are a multitude of projects that fall under Green Blue, and, and one of which is the Sustainable Packaging Coalition. We have others like the How to Recycle label, which is probably our most public-facing project, right? It's a, a label for consumers to read to help them recycle uh, we love their, that. their materials. We talk about that all the time, yeah. Yep, yep. So that's kind of our consumer-facing project. We have a project around clean ingredients, forest products. So Green Blue is the umbrella, and then we have these more specific topic areas and projects under that. So the Sustainable Packaging Coalition is a membership-based organization. So, so members have we have member dues. And that's sort of how we operate. And so we bring all of our members together and there's sort of like three key words that we, that we focus on for our work is educate, collaborate, and action. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of our, our guiding um, principles, if you will. And our mission at the SPC is really to bring 
sustainable packaging stakeholders together to catalyze catalyze on actionable improvements in packaging systems and and help provide folks with education and be a voice on issues related to all things sustainable packaging. So it's quite um, an impressive group. I looked at the website and saw some of the members and was very impressed. Uh, a lot of those people are making great impact on sustainable packaging and really teaching others how. It right. seems kind of like I would akin it to uh, Tesla's open open source for all of their information. I think yeah. that's kind of seems like what people are doing in the sustainable packaging world is, hey, you guys should try this. It's working for us. And it's fun to see that. So definitely the collaborate. Yeah, yeah. It's really important for us to have as many open resources as possible to really share out there what kind of research and work we're doing and, you know, help our members with all sorts of issues they're facing or challenges yep. or or opportunities, right, that we can see for more collaboration among uh companies. And so, yeah, definitely really try to educate. So how do people get involved? Can it, can, can somebody like me join as a, as an individual or is it, is it companies or only for now? Yeah. So for, for now, SBC membership open to any company that uh, demonstrates a interest in sustainability and packaging. We do recognize that individuals and NGOs and other nonprofits or like, um, Business associations like also have interest in this, but we encourage those folks to attend our events or you know use our open resources. But we don't accept applications for membership for like individuals. Have to be a part of an organization. Maybe sustainable packaging podcasts could be involved. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Something like that. Okay, we'll talk about it. So there's an event coming up in uh, Canada we were discussing before the, the show came on here. Can you tell the audience about that so that they can uh, show up? Of course, yeah. <laughs> so uh, as a part of our organization, we host a few events a year. And so we have this event, SPC Engage, which this year is taking place in uh, Montreal on July 20th through 21st. And this this event, we really try to dig into a topic, one kind of specific topic area. And so this time it will center around delivering sustainable packaging goals. And so we've got a lot of great workshops and a workbook that will be going along with the event to to really help companies think about their sustainable packaging goals and, and you know, we're getting ever closer to 2025, where we have a right. lot of big goals set. And so how are we going to get over the hump and achieve those in the next couple of years? So that's what this event is focused on. It's really exciting. And I'm, I'm planning to be there with one of my partners and sponsors, Specrite. They're, right. they're making huge impact on people being able to actually meet their goals in sustainable yeah. packaging because they provide a marker for where you are. And then, mm-hmm. and then you can look at alternatives and say, okay, this would get us to where we need to be. And okay. so yeah. it's really, really an actionable system with that spec first approach on packaging. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sort of, it's really important to understand where you are and, and kind of lay out the steps of where to go next. And that can be a tricky part to figure out. <laughs> yeah. 
So you were telling me about your college thesis paper for for your. <laughs> yeah, I'm fascinated thesis. to hear what what you found about biodegradable and compostable plastic. Can you give us a quick thirty second little? This is what we found, or yeah, sure, yeah. So one one part of it was just sort of a big literature review around LCAs and other research on the environmental trade offs of of bioplastics, right? So things you know like eutrophication and and crop land space, and so there was that part, the environmental part. But I thought what was really the most interesting to me, which as a as someone who maybe would have been an anthropologist in another life, I think <laughs> was I did a lot of interviews with with businesses who use compostable plastics like tableware, silverware, oh yeah, mm-hmm. cups, to go cups, coffee shops, and and small restaurants and things like that out here. And you know we're in the Pacific Northwest, you said, and so there's sort of that stereotype, right? That we're <laughs> all kind of crunchy granola. So we'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) So it was really interesting to talk with these business owners who were making the decision to purchase these, these packaging products that are, you know, generally a bit more expensive. And I sort of asked them about, you know, what do they understand about how these products impact the environment? You know, are they sending them for industrial composting after they're done? Or are they just going, you know, sort of into the regular waste bin? And so, I think, you know, this is a few years ago, so maybe right. we've we've evolved a little, but it was some folks were super interested. They understood all the compostable labeling and the certifications. They had really spent a lot of time researching it and others, you know, sports of a spectrum. So others were sort of just like, well, my the coffee shop down the street uses it. So I thought I should use it, too. But you know, I think overall, a lot of organizations have done a really great job on trying to educate folks like, you know, BPI on, on yep. compostable labeling and, and sort of understanding the, the environmental trade-offs of, of those types of materials. Yeah. You mentioned LCA, which for the audience, if you're, if you're not familiar, is life cycle analysis and is critical to figuring out if something is sustainable or, or more sustainable than the other option. Uh, right. It's uh, it's definitely the the way of the future, and uh, the present really now with all the changes. But can you tell us about a fun project or something that you worked on while at the SPC that like this really you felt like it made an impact? You know, anything kind of top of mind? Yeah, I think what comes to mind um, for that for in terms of the SPC projects would be our collaboratives. Yeah, and so our collaboratives are a supply chain, across the supply chain, any member is invited to participate in these groups and they focus on a a specific topic in sustainable packaging. And so I recently led one on what we called shipping liquids. And so um, there's particular challenges around liquids in e-commerce and it's Mm -hmm. maybe not the most, like it doesn't, you don't immediately think of that as a sustainability issue, but if you have products that are being damaged or broken or spilling and leaking, there's, that's a wasted product. And so that's wasted resources. And so we had a, um, a good group of folks who were trying to really understand this issue. And I had, you know, I don't have a a background in packaging design. I'm just a more general sustainability person. And so, 
it was really interesting to hear from all these other groups uh, on on work they're doing to sort of create e-commerce specific packaging for liquids to try to help solve this issue from kind of a source point, looking back at the basics. That's a real challenge in packaging. I can guarantee that for from years of working on shipping and trying yeah. to ship, you know, and yeah. making mistakes and figuring it out and shipping liquids is hard. And I think what I'm the trend I like to see right now, like a company I talked to this morning called Dip, uh, Dip already, they have concentrated products like, yes. like, uh, shampoo bars and Mm -hmm. conditioner bars. And so these kinds of things eliminates water, right? You know, you're literally standing in a room that will produce water on you. Why do you need to, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, it's like the ideal situation. And I could definitely see that taking over the, that industry. What, What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I I mean, we talked a bit about concentration as well in the group. And I think for certain products, especially personal care, it's, it's a really great application and can really reduce the amount of packaging and has, has some great environmental benefits. So yeah, it's, you know, it's a little more challenging for some other categories, you know, for example, like cleaning, like house cleaning, you know, you don't really want to concentrate bleach. So, so there's, you know, (laughs) so we talked about, you know, sort of the, the applications that it could be really good for. And I think that's kind of the overall, you know, key question is, is what application could this work for and and looking at that closely. And safely. That's such a great point. Yeah. Yeah, We don't want to be shipping toxic concentrates all around, but yeah, well said. Good point. I hadn't thought about bleach, but there's so many cleaning products now that are little concentrated, you know, balls of liquid or whatever, whatever it is, uh, you know, powder. Yeah. And it's really cool to see that, but you're right. Some of it won't be able to, to be concentrated. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what does the SPC recommend for, for companies that are trying to be more sustainable with their packaging? Yeah, this is a big question, right? I I think at the SPC, you know, we like to really think, you know, Nina said this once at an event and it really stuck with me and it's carbon is our North star, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if there's so many different sustainability areas to focus on, right? Like, before packaging, I was interested in heating and cooling and and building efficiency. And so, you know, to truly impact climate change, we're going to have to look much deeper into how to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and, you know, even to how are we going to pull carbon and from the atmosphere. So really thinking about carbon kind of as a North Star and, and how that will really impact climate change, I think is, is big for us. And, I, I think a part of the SPC is really adding, we love to be in the gray area. <laughs> we love to add nuance to the conversation. We love to help folks, you know, including ourselves, think about challenges and opportunities holistically and in, in a systems, systems thinking, right? So there can be a time and place for a lot of different materials. And, you know, I think that's why we've created so many, but you've got like the it can be tough to kind of balance, like if you want to eliminate plastic packaging, you know, for example, as as a goal, as a company, Um, but you also have carbon or greenhouse gas targets that you're trying to meet. So, you know, maybe you think about switching to glass, but it's heavier. And so it can create more emissions when transporting it. And 
So there's there's a lot of layers to making decisions, sustainability decisions in yeah. packaging. And so Great yeah, point. I think yeah. A lot of companies will I've heard I've heard this from many people said, oh, the CEO said we should eliminate plastic. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> Why? They think it's more sustainable. Oh, well, then we have to change the glass. Oh, that's gonna cost us uh, you know five more truckloads a year across the country or 10 more containers from overseas. The life cycle analysis has to be done to figure out, is it more sustainable? You know, plastics can be the most sustainable option. I think that's something that people need to understand. Of course, you want to look at monomaterials as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Of, Of course, you want to minimize the packaging as much as you can. Make it as small as possible without potentially breaking it because there's nothing sustainable about having to reship it again. Right. Uh, That's, that's something a lot of, a lot of times we're discussing on this show is, Oh, it has to be safe. It has to get there uh, without damage. Right. That's why we invented packaging. Right. I mean, because we, (laughs) so definitely. Yeah. Well said. So how do people get a hold of you guys to, to join up? Yeah. The best way to reach out for general inquiries would be email. And we've okay. got a great communications team who's who's always working the behind the scenes there in the emails. And so that would be spcinfo at greenblue.org. And that's on our website. And you know, we're we're on LinkedIn and Twitter. <laughs> Trying to think the social media person yeah. would be like, let's see what else are we on. But yeah, LinkedIn and Twitter are the big ones for us. So, but yeah, spcinfo at greenblue.org is is the best email to get in touch with us. Well, thank you so much, Lucy. I'm really looking forward to uh, hopefully seeing you in, in July in, in Montreal. That'll be a really fun, <laughs> fun show and a great yes. event to spread the word about sustainable packaging. I'd like to thank Landsberg Aurora for sponsoring this episode. And if you're listening, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and give us a review. We appreciate it. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you so much, Corey. This episode is sponsored by SpecRite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging, innovation, and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.